0: Welcome to Just Thinking, with hosts Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, bringing you week-to-week cultural apologetics as well as social issues from a biblical worldview. This is Just Thinking. Let's think.
1: We're back. It's another edition of the Just Thinking broadcast. I am Virgil Walker.
0: And I am Daryl Harrison. What's your note, know, Oma? E- what up, bro? <laughs> what's going on doc how you doing man as you can tell man i got my voice back yeah yeah i got my it's... voice back my voice is pretty much 100 percent from when we recorded our last episode when i sounded like really froggy
1: yeah man i'm telling you i it was it was tough i could tell man you were you know just kind of stretching the limits to get through it i know that the uh i, I appreciated it i know that the listeners did as well with the feedback that we're getting from from that uh, particular episode, man, but I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're back, back in the saddle. We're re- ready to, ready to dive into an, another, another week's worth of uh, of, of issues and challenges and, and that kind of thing, man. But I'm glad, glad you're back, man. Hey, real quick, man, cause we hadn't talked about it at all. Uh, and, and I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if that's because the, the, the Georgia tech yellow jackets, did, did they get a bowl or they out of it? <laughs> where, where where we at football wise, man?
0: Tech got a bowl bid, yeah. So they lost their final game against the University of Georgia, which I expected. Okay. Tech got a bowl game, but I can't recall off the top of my head what bowl game we're going to. Okay. Uh but yeah, we did get a bowl game. Uh our coach uh Paul Johnson resigned mm-hmm. prior to uh, he announced his resignation uh Uh, I can't forget if it was before the Georgia game or after, Mm -hmm. but uh, Tech uh, has hired a new head coach, head football coach, who is formerly the head coach at Temple University. Uh, uh, I can't recall his name right now because, you know, I've been busy with other things. Right, right, right. Uh, But uh, (laughs) to say the least. But, yeah, so uh, Tech's going to be getting a fresh start next year. I think we're going to dump the triple option as an office uh so they're going to be running more of a pro style office next year so hopefully that'll help us with recruiting getting some better athletes some better QBs, some better receivers better o-line and uh so yeah i'm looking forward to it man so So, here so here's
1: here's my question for you because you're getting ready you're getting ready to take a a trip you're getting ready to move from atlanta out to la right Yep, that's correct how are you going to be able to continue watching your georgia tech yellow jackets
0: yeah, that's going to be interesting. I don't know. I'm sure there are options out there. I've not explored them yet, right. but that's one of the questions I get quite often for some reason. Yeah, uh, you know, people want to know if I'm going to be changing my sports yeah. allegiances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I tell them immediately, no, I'm okay. not. I mean, I'm already looking at the schedule. to See, okay, when do the, when do the Atlanta Falcons come west? Ah, so I can you know go watch my Falcons play. You know, okay. if, if, if if Tech, Georgia, or anybody. Uh, who uh, I follow here in the East is ever traveling out west. you gonna. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to make my, you know, do my best to be there, man, to support gotcha. my team. You no, know, I get I'm, it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm born and raised in the ATL, man. No, I, I get I can't, it. You know, I don't switch loyalties. Just no, like I get, that,
1: bro. bro. I get it. I did the same thing when I moved from Oklahoma to Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, yeah. I, you know, this place, this place is Corn Husker yeah. country. Yeah. You know, this is, yeah. This is this. Uh, this is they 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 do it big here. I mean, everywhere you look, there's. I mean, the, the state only has one football team, so the whole yeah. state go, goes all in. But it it definitely does not stop me from uh from you know throwing up that crimson and cream, letting folks know you know that that I'm a I'm a super <laughs> guy.
0: So you know, letting them know, huh?
1: Oh, bro you got to you got to gotta let them know. So I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad to hear yeah. you know, switch up. Allegiances—you have to do, do a little, do a little investigating to make sure you're able to watch your team and root them on, and and that kind of thing. That'll be a good look.
0: Yeah, I've got, uh, you know, I've got, I've got, got like eight Atlanta Falcons jerseys, all automatically. Wow, wow. I've got like, like three Georgia Tech jackets. I mean, I'm bringing my gear, man. I'm, I will be representing. Okay. My sports allegiances, and what I need to get though is some uh, Atlanta United gear. Uh, Because you know Atlanta United just won the MLS Cup, the Uh uh, uh, soccer world championship. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, we won that in only our second year a couple weekends ago. So, so yeah, I I will be I will be repping the ATL even in LA. Okay. Uh, So. No, that's not going to change, man. Not at all. Okay,
1: good, 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 good. Well, man, I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear that. I'm glad to hear what you know. You're trying to hold it down. You, you're not going to change up too much. I mean, because initially, mm-hmm. when when everyone heard about about the move, they were trying to figure out if I needed to give you a nickname or you know Hollywood or <laughs> yeah. what have you. And and see, I I had to I had to let people know just so just so you know, I had to let people know you're the only one who hands out you know uh, names right. like that. And yeah. I mean, this yeah. this is this is basically your 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 show. We, you know, we running it together. Together, but but you lead dog and so you're the one who hands those things out i i'm the one who receives them so
0: yeah yeah that's right so uh so yeah i, I think people need to remember uh something you know i mean i'm from the hood man okay right. i'm from the land of vienna sausages and saltine crackers okay <laughs> so don't expect me to go all hollywood man just because i'm making this one move tell him tell uh, him tell out him out to la no that has nothing to do with it um uh, and i think you know, as you and I are very, very conservative, you know, we're cons- uh, uh, what, what people would call us black conservative, but we're right. very socially conservative, fiscally right. conservative. Right. And I think, you know, black conservatives get a bad rap in that we always get accused of forgetting where we come from. Ah, that's right? a good point. That's a, that's we, a great we point. We never actually. we we never get credit for. uh, uh acknowledging our roots right. uh a- acknowledging our, our our origins our struggles and things like that mm-hmm. but see but what, what black conservatives we don't talk about that much we don't, we don't because listen we that's that that was then you know we we live in the now but yeah i mean um no nah, so so hollywood if you're going to call me anything it will not be hollywood i can tell no. you that right now no 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 that's no. not going to be never never that's, be hollywood that's, that's like. not your speed anyway that that, that's 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 you. not that's not that's not me yeah so
1: uh besides yeah. at the end of the day you're the one who hands out the you know the the, the names right. and that's, the that's my job
0: that's my job i'm I gonna be, stay I, in my hey, lane man i'm gonna stay in my hey, lane hey, hey hey omaha i bestow right okay i bestow <laughs> i'm the bestower <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the. i'm not the bestowee right 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 that's how that works just just dub, just, for those,
1: just for those who, right just for those who need to be clear on that. that's how that works <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I do the dubbing around here. And don't you forget it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
1: man, we, we've got we've got that ground covered. We we've got an, another one up for tonight, man. And uh looking forward to jumping into this topic. It was interesting when you when you when you sent it. Not surprising in the least, uh, but we've got we've got another one of those demand letters on behalf of black America. Now, I don't know, I, b- before we start, did you get a call about, about your request for the, I mean, this is on behalf of black America, right? Yeah, and so as they
0: usually are as they usually yeah, are.
1: Yeah. Now, did you get that call? No. Did we, did we just get left out of that, that, that query on, on what we, what, what our demands were or how did no, that work? Nobody,
0: no, yeah. Nobody hit me up on this one. Okay. And, but that's nothing new. I never get hit up for right. these demand letters and, what people need to understand and I know we will will we'll delve into this a little bit further as the broadcast goes on but what people need to understand is that these demand letters on behalf of black america are nothing new okay right. they're not new periodically you know someone gets all up in their feelings all up in their anger all up in their black powerness and they have to write one of these Mm-hmm. And so we've got a new one now for this year. Uh, right. So, 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 but no, nobody emailed me. Nobody gave me a call. Nobody hit me up on social media to have me chime in. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm not surprised at that. You know, nobody <laughs> wants to, nobody wants to know what Daryl thinks about this stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so this topic that we're covering is very, very interesting. You know, it's it's like this thing comes in cycles, right, Omaha? It does, it does. Uh, and, and you and I were talking off the air before about a previous instance of a demand letter that was uh shall we say communicated or submitted in the uh it was so distant past can you talk about that yeah yeah, it was it was last year
1: so we're going to go through the most recent iteration of this right in 2018 but in august 16th of 2017 uh, chanel helm she was a black lives matter leader uh out of out of charlottesville um, had, had written a, a piece. Uh, in fact, the, the title of it is White People. Here are 10 requests from a Black Lives Matter leader. And uh, she, she would then go on to write 10 specific things that she felt uh, were necessary or required by, by whites uh, on behalf of blacks and again like the one like the one we're going to walk through to, tonight uh no mm-hmm. one no one called no one no one emailed i didn't get it i didn't get a you know didn't get no one responded to me in any way so i i well, t-
0: well here, see here's the thing omaha you and i aren't black ah uh, see that okay. that's see that just occurred to me that's why no one reaches out to us okay to get well, our input on you know before these uh, demand letters are ever formulated, put together, put out. See, you and I, we aren't authentically black. Well, well to I begin with. initially, Daryl, I I would have I would disagree with you, but
1: those because I I took it upon myself to write back <laughs> to Miss Chanel Helm, and Uh-oh. so what I what I did was I took her ten demands and flipped them as ten responsibilities for Black Americans. Uh, what, bro, I, 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 right, right, right. I post that in social media, and then I found out how uh, how unblack, if that's a word, I really was. I I found,
0: <laughs> I found out unblack.
1: Really, yeah, I found out. I found out really quickly that I was not black.
0: I was not. So, so you were like the you were like those old Seven Up commercials where you were the un-cola. I was the uncola, my brother. <laughs>
1: I was the, I was the un-cola, the, uncle. Un-black, the unblack the un-cola, my brother. Wow. I mean, yeah, man. I, I probably on that one, one little post, man, I probably had, and this is no exaggeration, at least 5,000 responses from people I did Dude. not know. Yeah. Wow. And it went on for almost a week. Uh, I got threats in my inbox. I got all kinds and, and, and all, I, it, what it did for me, what, it just made me laugh. I mean, I oh yeah, yeah. I think the, these people think that you know they they had they had gone through my Facebook page, identified pictures of myself, my family, and had redesigned them, had photoshopped images. It was unbelievable what I saw.
0: Wow, no, it would be believable to me, right? I know it would. I know, but yeah, but yeah, I, I I know that reaction didn't even surprise you. You you no. expected that, did not you? you expected it, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it was
1: almost comical. I mean, the expectation was so – I mean, it it was so expected, it was comical.
0: But that's that tribalism, though. Right. That's that tribalism. So the debate is never a debate of ideals. No, it
1: it had nothing to do with that.
0: Okay, it's never a debate of ideas. It's always a debate around how dare you constructively criticize another black – in this case, a black sister. Right. A black queen, maybe right. they would even say. You right. know. No, see we got we gotta to stick together because we share the same melanin. Right. You see. It's never an argument or a debate over ideas. It's never right or wrong. It's never good or bad. It's never benefit or not uh not beneficial. It's always a matter of skin color. That's what it mm-hmm. boils down to. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I know exactly and and we're we're probably gonna catch some flack for uh, what we're going to say on this episode of the Just Think and Broadcast is we go through specifically and in depth the this most latest this latest version right. of a demand letter on behalf of Black America. Here we go right. again. Right. It's like it's it's like you go to the amusement park for for instance. Here I might go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. You ride the roller coaster. You get off the roller coaster. You get back in line to get on for another ride on the same roller coaster. <laughs>
1: right,
0: <laughs> right. Right. So here we are again, back in line, dealing with the same roller coaster again.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, but here's where I want to start. Let's folks get the wrong idea of, uh, uh, you know, based on my being facetious there a second ago. Uh, I really want to take this very seriously. So I want to start by uh, reading a couple scriptures, because as we always say, that's what we do here on the Just Thinking broadcast. We open the word of God. To see what the Word of God has to say about these issues that we tackle, so yeah. a couple of texts I want to read here first to get us started before we delve into the uh, actual demand letter itself. So I want to start in Philippians chapter two, verse three. Mm. Of course, as always, I'm reading from the non-Arminian Standard Bible. <laughs> Philippians two three. Do nothing, do nothing from selfishness or mm. empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Philippians 2, 3, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Mm. And along those same lines, Romans 12, Romans chapter 12, verse 3. For through the grace given to me, this is Paul, for the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. So Paul's encouraging us in both of these texts to basically act in a manner that is, that, that, that conveys humility, Mm -hmm. um, that conveys humility of mind. Thinking of others is more important than than yourselves. Um, uh, Not thinking of ourselves uh, too highly. Uh, now, these verses were important to me because as we open this episode of the Just and Broadcast, it will be very easy to make light of the topic we're going to discuss in this episode. It'll be very easy to make light of it. Mm-hmm. But far be it for me to go down that road. Regardless, regardless of how vehemently I may de- disagree with the worldview that we're going to be discussing in this episode. And I do disagree with it vehemently. The fact is. The person who espouses the worldview that we're going to talk about tonight, she bears the image of God just like you and I do. Mm -hmm. So for that reason alone, she deserves the same respect from us as we would expect to receive from her. Right. So I want everyone listening to know that we're taking this very seriously and we're not taking some high handed, condescending, attitudinal approach to what we're going to talk about here uh, tonight. But please know, though, uh, that as respectful as we're going to endeavor to treat this issue, please understand we completely disagree mm-hmm. with the approach uh, that with, with, with the worldview, the ideology that's being conveyed uh, by this young lady, and we will introduce her in just a second. Yeah, uh, and we're going to try our best to frame her commentary and her concerns within an objective theological and biblical, uh, paradigm. So, mm-hmm. uh, Omaha, anything you want to add, man, before we yeah, really dive I, into this? I, I would, man. I, I, my thought was that one, I love the way you teed
1: that up, but it, it, the, the reality is there's a, and, and our listeners need to know the difference. There's a difference between examining someone's ideas and critiquing those uh, examining them against the backdrop of the scripture but still holding in high regard the Imago Day of the of the individual, uh, yeah. it, it, it's a it's a difference that's important. Uh, it's a distinction that's important. We don't we don't have to denigrate, uh, you know, the, indivi- the the writer of the article, though we can a- oppose and and a- and address and critique and expose the f- the fallacy and the faultiness of the thinking that's that's presented within the article. And so there, there, there's a there's a distinct difference, and that's what we'll
0: endeavor to do tonight. Yeah, exactly. But thanks for saying that, Omaha. I appreciate that. So, um, as we open this episode of the broadcast, the person to whom I was alluding to earlier is a young woman by the name of Mecca Morgan. That's M E C C A M O R G A N Mecca Morgan. Miss Morgan has authored an article entitled. Demand letter 2018 on behalf of black America demand letter 2018 on behalf of black America. Now this article was published on December 20th, 2018. We're recording this episode of the just thinking broadcast on Sunday, December 23rd, Mm -hmm. 2018. So her article, Ms. Ms. Morgan's article was published only three days ago. And I came across it on the website SF. Bayview.com. That's SF as in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. SFBayview.com. And that is the website, that's the URL for the San Francisco Bayview National Black Newspaper. Oh, wow. Okay. The San Francisco Bayview National Black Newspaper, a uh, publication that I'd never heard of before uh prior to coming across Miss Morgan's article. So, again, the website is sfbayview.com. That's the website of the San Francisco Bayview National Black Newspaper. Now, in Miss Mecca Morgan's article, she lists 14 what she calls demands. Okay, she enumerates 14 demands. So the article contains 14 demands that Miss Morgan is making on behalf of all black Americans as reparations resulting from what she claims are, quote, generations of racial terrorism, violent enslavement, wage theft, excessive imprisonment, attempted genocide, and the implementation of every crime against humanity, unquote. Mm -hmm. Okay. So her 14 demands basically flow from that premise or that accusation, even if you will, Generations of racial terrorism, violent enslavement, wage theft, excessive imprisonment, attempted genocide, and the implementation of every crime against humanity. Now, the demands being made by Mecca Morgan are very specific, Mm -hmm. very specific. Uh, however, I do believe the article is succinct enough where I think we could get away with reading the entire thing to our audience. Yep. Because I think that's important because in order for our listeners to appreciate the specificity yeah. of her demands, which is really unique. Uh, you and I were talking off the air, Omaha, about how she really, Miss Morgan, really gives us a degree of detail mm-hmm. that predecessor. Demand letters have not provided have not, no have not nope she's extremely specific especially when contrasted against other such quote unquote demand letters, which were fairly general right, but she's very specific in her demands, and I think the the manner in which she uh, um basically articulates her concerns she does it in, in a succinct enough way where I think we can get away with reading. The entire article, which yep. I think would benefit our audience to give them some context. context. So would you be okay absolutely. with that? Uh yeah, Absolutely.
1: Food? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and read the article again. This is coming from Ms. Mecca Morgan as was published on sfbayview.com mm-hmm. articles titled Demand Letter 2018 on behalf of Black America. I am reading verbatim to the Republic, colon This is a demand letter on behalf of the peoples known in the United States of America as African Americans, Blacks. As you know, we suffer from a mental disorder called mental slavery, which starts in early childhood and ends at death. Hmm. Some of the symptoms of this mental disorder include, but are not limited to, the acceptance of an inferior status, severe ignorance, and the dismantling of self family, and community. Mm. This mental disorder is caused by generations of racial terrorism, violent enslavement, wage theft, excessive imprisonment, attempted genocide, and the implementation of every crime against humanity. The redress of these at- atrocious crimes and commitment to reconciliation have proven to be beyond America's ability to solve. Therefore, This must be taken out of the jurisdiction of the United States government and its courts and taken to the United Nations. Until such time, the following is demanded. One, ownership transfer of all government unencumbered housing units to include but not to be limited to apartment buildings, condominiums and single family residences in all 50 states. With construction funds to remodel or rebuild at $150,000 per unit. Hmm. Number two, ownership transfer of all government unencumbered land in all 50 states designated for agriculture, real property, and commercial use. Number three, the pardon. Rehabilitation and release of all nonviolent offenders in holding institutions and facilities such as prisons, jails, and camps from all 50 states and territories, and the reevaluation of all prison sentences. Number four, the unalienable right to exercise norms, mores, and freedoms as they pertain to units of exchange, commerce, Import, export, commercial real property sales and acquisitions, legal and civil order, discipline, military defense, aviation, education, goods and services, agriculture, banking, corporate ownership, employment, transportation, cultural, spiritual, social and political leadership, media, sports and entertainment. (laughs) Number five, the creation of our own nation states within the United States of America and world citizenship rights to all accommodating countries. Number six, release from bondage and debt. Number seven, $267,000 per person per year tax free. The first payment to commence on July 1, 2019 and the last payment to conclude on July 1, 2023. Number eight, A one-time tax-free payment in the amount of $25 million backed by gold per person to be paid at the successful completion of a treatment, rehabilitation, and or restoration program as determined by our chosen designates. Number nine. Two and a half million dollars tax free for every African-American child born after July 1, 2019 through the next 250 years. Monies plus interest with inflationary increases to be held in trust by a chosen designate and dispersed to the beneficiary at age 25. Number 10. Full disclosure and release of all classified records in your possession or at your access regarding the covert, undeclared wars on our leaders, communities, health, education, housing, and economic development. Number 11, the master records of our birthright, namesake, and inheritance, which was stolen and has been in your possession for generations. Mm. Number 12, no tax levy for the next 100 years, including but not limited to income, inheritance, real estate, and business. Number 13, an apology with an admission of guilt. Mm. And lastly, number 14, leave us alone. Do not debate, discuss, or give opinions on how we should proceed with treatment. For the rebuilding of our families and communities. As domestic terrorists, you don't have that right. He goes on to say, self-determination is a God-given gift, which no man or his laws shall have the right to obstruct or deny. This is a very small step toward achieving some measure of justice. (laughs) This is written in honor of the men, women, and children of indomitable spirit who made immeasurable contributions to America and served without recognition payment or freedom then she closes the article with a quote from dr martin luther king quote, in the end we will remember not the words of our enemies but the silence of our friends mm.
2: omaha
0: your thoughts
1: bro <clears throat> lot there I mean a lot there. One of, one of the capstones I mean of all of the things that were stated and, and, and to the point you made at the very beginning of of the segment it, it's that these are incredibly specific demands. I mean, uh you know, the prior year Chanel Helm nowhere near the level of of clarity and specificity with regard to demands. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I anticipate, I mean, this is the this is 2018's letter, and there's a reason why it's 2018, because there will be another iteration in 2019 with right. some upstart yeah. who yeah. decides they want to most definitely name for themselves. Yep. Um, but with that, I think I think of all the things that were said, and we can talk about a number of different things, of all the things that were said, number fourteen really kind of was the, was tipped it all off to me as to as to where this lands, right? The, and number fourteen said, right. leave us alone. Do not debate, discuss, or give opinion on how we should proceed with treatment or the rebuilding of our families and communities. As domestic terrorists, you don't have that right. And so he, here here's a situation again where do what we say, mm-hmm. give us our mm-hmm. demands, mm-hmm. shut up and don't say anything about it. Right. You know, I mean that yeah. that, 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 that that's rather that's rather typical. There's no desire to to engage in any kind of kind of a back and forth. And the lever for the shut up is, is white guilt. You know, you're guilty, you're a domestic right. terrorists, so you have no right, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think there's an irony with respect to how she worded number 14 and that she accuses, we, we know who she's accusing, right? She's mm-hmm. accusing all white people yeah. of being domestic terrorists. But it, I think you bring up a great point in that uh, to sort of paraphrase what she's really asking there is exactly what a terrorist would do. Right. A terrorist would say, do what we say, give us what we want, and shut up. Right. So she's actually demonstrating the exact same behavior that she's accusing other people of. Um, Now, notwithstanding the article itself, I really believe the timing of its release and consequently, uh, conversely rather, the timing of our discussing this is, is quite providential. Uh, when I read this article, my first reaction was pity for her. Right. Right. Uh, and I don't say that in a condescending way at all. I say that as someone who, uh, given her own wording, uh, she just comes across to me as someone who is very angry, mm-hmm. um, who uh, has a paradigm of life purpose and existence that is not gospel centered. Um, So my pity for her is rooted in the fact that she apparently, I would venture to say, does not know Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Um, So I I, I say that I think that our discussing this and her writing this article is, is quite providential in the sense that here we are two days before Christmas two days before the day when Christians around the world observe and commemorate the incarnation of the son of God coming into this world in human flesh to die for the express purpose of dying as an atonement for the sins of mankind. As the apostle Paul said in first Timothy one 15 a, he says it is it is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. So my pity for her is rooted in the fact that she's got a uh, view, a misplaced pers- perspective of what the real problem is mm. of what the real issue is. Now, the reason I think it's germane that we're discussing Ms. Morgan's demand letter on behalf of black America, just prior to Christmas is I believe that she and others who might share her perspective. And I'm sure there are many I'm mm-hmm. sure there are many who share her perspective, and we're gonna have her we're gonna link uh in the episode notes directly to her article so if you've not read it, just go to the link in the episode notes when you're listening to this uh episode when it releases in a couple of days. But I believe Ms Morgan and those who may think like her are missing the bigger picture here that That's where my pity for her uh comes in I think they're missing the bigger picture, and what I mean by that. Is that where everyone, okay, where every one of her 14 demands met, it would still do nothing to solve the root problem that gave rise to those accusations to begin with. Absolutely. She could have every one of those 14 demands met, every last one, and it still would do absolutely nothing. To ameliorate what is the root of the problems of the crimes, quote unquote, to use her word, uh, that she has enumerated in her article. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go back to scripture and see if we can kind of set set up my, my argument, my, my thesis here a little bit. Let's go to Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter eight. and I'm going to be reading verses 18 through 22. Mm hmm. And again, this is in light against my my position that fundamentally what, what this is really all about, again, notwithstanding her 14 demands, what this is really all about is the bigger picture that Ms. Morgan is not uh, seeing in my estimation, My respect, mm-hmm. respectfully in my estimation. So let's look at Romans 8, verses 18 through 22. Again, reading from the non-Armenian standard translation. I've got to figure out how to get mine in here, bro. Bro, I'll tell you what. Wait
1: till next week. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to get that elect like, standard in there, man. We we, we getting too much airtime for that non-Armenian version.
0: I'll tell you what, bro, you can read the next one when I tee it up. Here we go. Gotcha, gotcha. Romans eight verses eighteen through twenty-two. Paul writes this: He says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Mm. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God for the creation was subject to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. The creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know, that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. Now, why is that text important? Because four times, four times in those five verses, the apostle Paul mentions the phrase, the creation, Mm -hmm. the creation, the creation. He mentions it four times, 18 in verse 20 and verse 21. And in verse 22, Mm -hmm. Paul is saying to us contextually that the entire creation, and I thought it ironic, especially Omaha, given what uh, Ms. Morgan uh, has written in her article, I thought it ironic that Paul, in verse 21, at least in the NESB, you can tell me what it reads in the ESV, Mm -hmm. but he uses a phrase, Itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption. That's good. How's the ESV read that? Uh, it, it
1: reads from its bondage to corruption. Right. I actually so like slavery better. I actually like slavery. Yeah. Better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in the in the Greek, that mm-hmm. word can be tra- translated either way. Mm-hmm. It can mean either slavery or bondage, but essentially and fundamentally, but matter of fact, literally, the word means to be in bondage as a slave right okay so so the point i'm trying to making here make here is with respect to with all due respect to miss morgan's uh 14 demands the reason fundamentally that she had to even write that letter was because since genesis 3 mm. and the fall of adam and Eve in the garden come on man the entire creation has been in slavery to the corruption of sin. Mm -hmm. It's been the entire creation, Mm -hmm. including humanity, the entire creation. If you look at that word slavery in Romans 8, 21, the Greek literally translates to mean a bondage that consists in decay, Mm -hmm. a bondage that, that consists in decay, a slavery that consists in decay the entire creation okay so if Ms. morgan were on this broadcast with us today i would encourage her no you have to go back all the way back to genesis 3 right because i'm a root cause guy i'm a root cause guy i'm not just gonna look at the what i'm gonna be concerned about the why Mm mm-hmm Okay, so she's got she's enumerated 14 demands based on what's Mm -hmm. the but underlying all that is the why. Okay, the why? What is what is the why? Well, the word of God answers that for us. And see, that's the bigger picture that she's not getting. She's not getting notwithstanding her demands, which I disagree with 100 Mm percent. But let's just go with it for the sake of discussion. What she's missing is the genesis of those issues that she's raising. And the genesis is, as Paul just uh, told us in Romans eight, the entire creation mm-hmm. is in bondage to slavery. Listen to what Matthew Henry, I know you and I really like this guy from a commentator standpoint. Mm-hmm. Listen to what Matthew Henry has to say on uh, Paul's words there, in Romans eight, specifically with regard to verse 21. Again, Romans 8.21, Paul says that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption. Matthew Henry writes this. He says, there is an impurity, deformity, and infirmity which the creature has contracted by the fall of man. The creation is sullied and stained. Much of the beauty of the world gone. There is an image creature to another see this is what this is what Miss Morgan doesn't understand. there is an enmity of one creature to another Henry says they are all subject to continual alteration and decay of the individuals liable to the strokes of God's judgments upon man mm-hmm. when the world was drowned, speaking of the flood, when the world was drowned and almost all the creatures in it. Surely then it was subject to vanity. Indeed, the whole species of creatures is designed for and is hastening to a total dissolution by fire. Mm-hmm. And it is not the least part of their vanity and bondage that they are used or abused rather by men as instruments of sin. Mm. See, this is what Miss Morgan doesn't understand. Notwithstanding, her her, her, uh, her accusations of the crimes that have been committed against black people. She doesn't understand that those crimes come about because men are used as instruments of sin. Instruments of sin. That is the root cause of all of this. So Paul is telling us in Romans 8, and again, I thought Matthew Henry's commentary on that verse in Romans 8, 21 was absolutely brilliant. He absolutely mm-hmm. nailed it. That this world is in bondage to sin is the big picture, again, that Mecca Morgan and others who think like like her, that's the big picture that she's missing with regards to the demand she's making. And, And what's worse, in my opinion, she is convinced, she has convinced herself that distributing millions of dollars to black people is the solution. <laughs> and remedy to what she seems to think are the problems that are facing black Americans today, but see here's the deal Omaha money isn't why black abortion the black abortion rate is over seventy percent right right money's not the money money's not 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 the reason why right money money is not the reason why seventy three percent of black homes are headed by single parents right money is not why ninety three percent of black murder victims are killed by other black people. Mm-hmm. So I would ask Ms. Morgan, you know, you notice that those remedies, those issues are conveniently missing right. from her list of 14 demands. She doesn't demand that Planned Parenthood take their clinics out of black zip codes. right. She's not demanding that black people stop murdering one another. Mm -hmm. she's not demanding that black young black women and young black men stop having sex outside of marriage. No, get your high school diploma at least right. Get married before you start a family, get a job, make sure you, you have a nuclear family with one. I hate that. I even have to say this one heterosexual male and one heterosexual female form a marriage marriage. Covenant mm-hmm. under God, seeking His purpose for your marriage, seeking His purpose for your having children. Those see those are demands she conveniently left out, right? You see, right? So, and you know, I'm not surprised that they're left out, but it's amazing. Consistently, when you get a demand letter, or when you get one of these woke uh, social justicians here. Mm-hmm. Demanding reparations without fail. I mean, to an individual, to a person, the demands are always monetary. Right. Always monetary. They're never spiritual, Mm-mm. they're never educational, they're never uh, uh, from the standpoint of moral. Or 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 ethical to whatever degree they are moral and ethical is is to the extent that you repay some amount of money to someone. Right, right. They'll say, "Well, that's the moral and ethical thing to do. You need to pay us." Right. You see. So, I I just think it's interesting that the three points that I brought up—the abortion rate, the murder rate, the single parent, single family, single parent rate—none no, of, of that stuff was it. Yes, yeah, that's on know this.
1: That, and 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 there's a reason for that again what it does is it it ascribes it ascribes responsibility to each one of us and and that's never a desire on the on the part of of those who who you know who write these letters every year that's never their desire i mean it was evidenced when when i wrote responsibilities for blacks i mean it was they were outraged at even the The idea that someone would put forth that maybe we maybe we had some responsibility for the for the issues in our own communities that we could address um, that that their that their, quote unquote, demand letter never really addresses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. it's, 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 It's amazing. Again, like we said at the top of the episode, this isn't new. There have been there have been other demand letters before this. Right. Okay. So this isn't new. This is just the latest one. Like you said, Omaha. There'll be another one in 2019. Right. There'll be another in 2020. Right around election time. I'm predicting. Right. right. Uh. So this this is cyclical. This thing will come around again. It always does. Um. Omaha, do me a favor, man. Take your elect standard version <laughs> and read Galatians chapter one verses three and four for us, there, bro. Galatians one, out of the
1: elect standard. Version. You want verses three and four? Three and four, bro. Okay, it says grace to you and peace from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and father.
0: Now, Paul said to deliver us from what? This this present evil Age. Yeah, we're gonna go Black Church on y'all here for a second. So, if you're not familiar, and within, within a lot of special, a lot of charismatic Pentecostal churches, they'll have the pastor will have someone read the text. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. He'll repeat what was read. Then he'll ask the person for, to sort of add some emphasis to right, it. Right, 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 so, right. You know, so, so that's what I'm doing right now with verse. Right, right. So, so again, Virgin, if you could read again, verse, um verses three and four, please, from Galatians one. I want to make sure we drive this home. Okay, grace to you and peace
1: uh, from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and
0: father. Thanks, Omaha. See, the, the reason this text stands out to me, especially Paul's use of the phrase. From this present evil age. Mm-hmm. From this see, this is what Mrs. Morgan doesn't get. Miss Morgan doesn't understand. She doesn't understand that she lives and breathes in an evil age. Mm. In an evil age. This entire age in which we live is evil. It's evil. And she does not realize that you cannot listen reparations are not salvific. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: They're not salvific. You see, now there's a lot you can do with $25 million, Mm -hmm. which is one of her demands. There's a lot you can do with $25 million. So I'm not going to say that reparations are not redemptive. Reparations can very much be redemptive. I think you take Nicodemus, for example, in the New Testament, I think his motive was in the right place. His heart was in the right place. He was genuinely repentant. But when you're trying to coerce and force someone to pay reparations or to otherwise uh, restore something to you, it's kind of like we said in a previous uh, episode of the Justing and Broadcast. When you have to force or coerce someone to do that, you don't get repentance. What you get is acquiescence. Right. So I can give in to your demands, but that doesn't mean I have repented of what you accused me of being guilty of. I'm just meeting your demand. I'm acquiescing to your demands. But see, here's the thing. What Ms. Morgan doesn't get is that we're living evil age. And that's what I want more than anything. I don't know if she'll ever get an opportunity to listen to this
1: you could you could you could tag her man in the in the article when it comes out man
0: yeah i might, and and the article has her email address, so I may yeah, just send yeah, her an might, email might, and invite yeah, her and send her a link to
1: maybe send her a link to the show
0: yeah that's that's a good idea, yeah, uh, but again, see, she just doesn't recognize that we're living in an evil age. the problem is evil, mm. the problem is sin, the problem is evil, miss Morgan, the problem is sin the the solution. Is not money. The solution is not free housing. The solution is not uh, free tuition. The, the solution is not forgiving student loan debt. The solution is none of the fourteen things you're demanding, Miss Morgan. The solution is Jesus Christ, Amen. Not some list of demands for monetary repar- reparations payable to an entire ethnic population. Mm. So my heart's desire is this, that by God's grace, Ms. Ms. Mecca Morgan will come to understand this, especially at this time of year. I think this time of year for for the Lord to work in her heart, to have her hear the gospel somehow and come to faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of her sins. Mm -hmm. This is the perfect time for that to happen. Mm -hmm. This is the perfect time for that to happen. Only Christ can solve the problem that's at the root of all the issues that she is concerned about in her article. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to close Omaha. How are we doing on time? How how are we doing on time?
1: We're we're doing we're doing just fine, man. We've got about four minutes.
0: All right. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I want to go to Isaiah nine. And I want to dedicate the reading of this passage to Miss Mecca Morgan. Mm. Uh, because, as I said, you know, my heart goes out to her. I think she's just very angry. And I'm praying that by God's grace that he will point her uh, to the gospel and to uh, to himself. But I want to close by reading Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7, because I think this is what a lot of people who have, uh, with all due respect, I understand that they are concerns about a lot of the things that are going on in America and the world. But the big picture is this. In Isaiah 9, I'm going to start at verse 2 and read through verse 7. Mm-hmm. Here's the big picture. The people who walk in darkness, that's all of us. <laughs> that's this world. That's mm-hmm. this world that is that Paul said, that's this creation where Paul said four times is in slavery, is in bondage. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. You shall multiply the nation, you shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence, as with the gladness of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you shall break the yoke of their burden and the staff on their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, as at the battle of Midian, for every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult. And cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. Mm. For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. Do you hear that, Miss Morgan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. Did you hear that, Miss Morgan? Yeah. From now from then on and forevermore to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness the zeal of the Lord of hosts will Accomplish this. Mm. That's Isaiah nine verses two through seven. So again, it's not monetary reparations that are going to accomplish that, Miss Morgan. It's the zeal of the Lord of Hosts that that is going to accomplish this, and he's when he accomplishes it, it will be established forever, amen, forever, amen. forevermore.
1: Amen. Omaha, anything, any last words, man? A- a- absolutely. I mean, that's where, that's where it needs to start and end. I mean, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, uh, his name is Jesus. It's a reason that he's the, indeed the reason for this very season. And, and he is, he's the, he's the joy that, that I, that I believe people like Miss Morgan ultimately, desire to experience. It's not through reparations. It's through through righteousness of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Man, with that, we come to an end of the broadcast. And I want to thank you all for joining us. Tune back in next week for another edition of the Just Thinking Broadcast.